What the fuck is up, everyone? It's State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. I'm Benjamin Klon. Zachary Reinhardt. Ali Gonzalez. And Alex Sahori. We're coming to you from the studios at The Fledge in Lansing, Michigan. As we tape this, it is Sunday, August 18th. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, so to start things off, uh, looks like uh, Michigan is now joining a uh, lawsuit uh, led by a coalition of, I think, 12 states uh, against the Department of ha- Homeland Security. Um with their new rule that is trying to deny green cards to immigrants who use social safety net programs or uh, are likely to use social safety net programs. Uh, uh, Dana Nessel uh, filed uh, Michigan as a part of this lawsuit uh, just a few days ago. Uh, so that's good news. It's good to hear. What do you think about this? Zach? Uh, this whole fucking thing's a shit show. Like, I mean, you have like, um, the white house spokesperson coming out and like basically trying to rewrite, uh, the poem, uh, that's on the statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we all know what it says, you know, give me your poor tired, uh, huddled masses. And, uh, that's uh Cuccinelli, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cuccinelli. And, um, <laughs> like he was on, I mean, he was on, uh, I think he was on CNN and like he was, he was asked like, you know, why would you say that? And he's like, I didn't say that. And it's like, <laughs> these people just have like, you, you know, you can't catch them in a lie because they don't actually believe they're lying. And like, they don't like, it's like they have like three second, like 10 second Tom, you know, from that uh, movie, 50 first days. They just don't like remember a damn thing. <laughs> like what's really frustrating about his remarks too, is that every like white person who likes to talk about how they're descended from immigrants, they love saying things like oh my 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 great great grandfather giuseppe he came to this country with just 13 dollars in his pocket and a newsboy cap and now they're like not gonna let the giuseppes with like you know just 14 dollars in their pocket come here because mm-hmm. presumably they're going to just leech off of the economy even though there was like an ap um uh analysis that was done that showed that um when compared uh immigrants when compared to uh, native citizens of the same like social uh, class ranking, they use social welfare programs less than we do. Yeah, so what, it's all just it's all just kind of that uh, racism. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, because like I mean, you know, speaking as just like a you know like quote unquote like white native person to this country, like I mean, not native native, but um, like. You know, I have a hard time, like, getting off the couch. And these people are coming from, like, clear across the world to better their lives. The ambition and drive that they have to seek a better opportunity for themselves and, like, their families is, like, unparalleled. And, like, you know, countless throughout history, some of our top people in terms of, like, success have been immigrants or uh, at least the descendants descendants of immigrants who struggled. Mm -hmm. I really like this quote from Cuccinelli uh, where he says throughout our history, self-reliance has been a core (laughs) principle in America. The virtues of perseverance, hard work and self-sufficiency laid the foundation of our nation. What the fuck are you talking? The foundation of our nation was goddamn slave labor. (laughs) And not only that, but like genocide of the native Americans. Anyways. Yeah. Like, like Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Like, um, I just think that it's really, uh, honestly, like, yeah, it's like crazy and it's kind of a shit show, like Zach said. But at the same time, this is what we've always been. 
like there's kind of like this mythology that you know like on the statue of liberty there's that poem give us your poor wretched and uh, weak or something like that Huddled masses, Huddled yeah. masses yeah. right i don't and think the like, word wretched is in there is i it? think wretched is, is in there yeah oh, okay. <laughs> i don't know i know like huddled masses like basically y'all is tired y'all right. been on the atlantic right so it's like come here that's that's kind of like this mythology of what like america was and there was like you know a short period of time where there was a lot of that going on but like we got to understand that like this has basically always been uh the agenda it's always there's always just been uh it's these these are like the tools that republicans use and the right in our in this country has always used to uh you know keep uh the racial uh like anxieties up is like we're gonna make the other side defend people who aren't citizens of this country which honestly that doesn't like who it it shouldn't matter right like we should try and get everybody here and we should try to get everybody to be the best possible person and that's how you build a great society I think what's interesting, too, about this is that um, not only does it disproportionately affect immigrants who are coming from um, Africa and immigrants coming from specific certain parts of Asia um, and then Central and South America, but it's also you would think that more racist white people would not like the idea of ultra smart um, immigrants coming into the country and actually like stealing um, those like jobs you know you would think like you don't want people like these rich people who are going to come in here with the fear that trump has about like chinese people you would think that they would be more like against this like nah i guess just bring the ones who are going to do the labor that we already say we don't want to do working in fields working in those blue collar jobs that like are looked down upon by people so and as far as what he said about fucking self-reliance that's rich coming from a guy who's working for a president whose self-reliance came from a million dollars that he inherited from his father small Small loan loan. like that's such fucking bullshit (laughs) yeah really uh, pulled himself from his bootstraps there yeah yeah um did you guys see uh it's uh geraldo is the guy in uh, fox news oh geraldo rivera Uh, Rivera, yeah yeah. um you guys see uh his uh take on this no he got i think it was on uh fox and prince or something he got into an argument with one of his um like co-anchors, I forget his name, but uh, he got into an argument with him over this, and you know, because he's talking about how his dad, you know, came from um, Puerto Rico with you know thirteen dollars in his pocket, and you know, did the American dream and built up his life, and uh, the guy is basically like, well, you know, maybe he should have built up his life in Puerto Rico a little bit first, and then come, you know, there's a legal way, <laughs> we're creating a legal way to do it, and it's just like, you know, they they always try to fall back on this like legal immigration, and then like. When it comes down to it, they like to change the laws so that less and less people actually meet those legal requirements. Is he from Puerto Rico, which is like a part of the United States, so any immigration would be technically legal anyway? I mean, like, um, yeah, but I think like back in the back okay. then, it was a little bit more restricted than it is right. now. A real big component of this, like you know, you were saying like, oh well, I feel like you know the white racist won't feel comfortable with immigrants coming in with high merit who will take good jobs, right? right? But like. Like, one of the things that's, like, really big in their merit system is knowing English. Yeah. So, disproportionately, right? Like, naturally, that's going to be more of a white... A, wealth, a wealthier... A wealthier and white... Yeah. Like, coalition of immigrants. So, like, that that's kind of, like, you know, where they're... Uh, that's their that's their strategy. This is th- this is gonna rile up the base. I think um, you see 
Donald Trump kind of, you know, uh, globbing himself onto the squad, like uh, AOC and the rest. And I think that's just uh, indicative of what the right is going to do throughout uh, until the election. It's it's going to get a lot, a lot crazier. It's going to get pretty insane. I'm telling you guys right now. Yeah. I also well, see it as like uh, them not attacking capital. Um, they're not going to attack people with wealth just because like, you know, like <clears throat> when it comes down to it, like there's obviously like the racial uh, aspect of like it, but there's also like the class part of it as well. Yeah. yeah. And they like, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't arrest the, those fucking, po- uh, Coke, uh, pork, uh, farmers, right? Uh, the or chicken like, farmers. Yeah. Or, yeah. They are the chicken, well, who right. the factory, the yeah. chicken factory, the, the mm-hmm. chicken planting or uh, the chicken packing plant. Right. Yeah. yeah that's what they're, they're, they're chicken. Yeah. Packing. And like, I heard that like week. half of those people that they arrested were citizens anyway. Mm-hmm. So you sh- they should absolutely be suing yeah. the people who run those factories who called ice on them. They fucking right. just rolled in or like, Oh, you're oh, brown. Is Let's that, go. Is yeah. that what happened? Yeah. 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 Well, there were, there were some lawsuits. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the workers were in a lawsuit with, um, these, you know, the masters of this fucking factory it over was like Coke some, foods, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was over, I can't remember. One of them was about sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Another one I can't remember. Uh, it was um, uh, workplace safety. That's Thank you. Workplace disgusting. safety. Which, and when you consider like um, chicken factories, I hear that any type of slaughtering factory um, that isn't like either halal or oh. kosher, they're they're like disgusting. the ho- most horrible thing you can think. They're horrific. Um, Interestingly enough, prior to that, um, the largest uh, ice raid in American history was in uh, Postal, Iowa, which uh, my mom actually uh, used to live there. And um, she, you know, she she told me about it. I, I I didn't live with her at the time, but she told me about it, and she was talking about how it just like completely destroyed the community. Yeah. In terms of like, uh, she said like you know they show up at the school and there's like kids waiting outside like don't know where the parents are. And it's exactly what happened no. this time too. So I those you know, videos of those children were wrenching so sad i couldn't i couldn't really stand it like she she i it, i'm like they i don't even credit to that person who was doing subtitles because i was having trouble understanding what she was saying she was crying so much obviously yeah. right yeah. like that was incredibly heartbreaking yeah and it's just so like you know this now them trying to uh limit who can come in it's just like another just blow and it's like i feel like we just it's like blow after blow after blow in this like immigration like conversation and i know this is supposed to like go into effect october 15th despite the despite the department of homeland security like conceding like yeah there might be some like unintended consequences or like consequences that we can't foresee happening you know but we're gonna just go ahead and do this so I think that it is important. It's it's 13 states um, that are leading it. Michigan, obviously, one of them. Uh, California, Rhode Island's one. Virginia, Washington. Um, But there's also two counties in California because obviously this affects... I think it's half of um, all children in California have at least one parent who's an immigrant. So this is like a really important... Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Yes. So this is a really important subject. Um for people in California. So I think it's Santa Clara County and San Francisco County are also going to be joining the lawsuit, um, as well as different, uh, like organizations, uh, immigrant right organizations. So, yeah, I think that it's, uh, we'll see what happens. And I, I trust Dana Nessel. I think that her response to it too was really important. Like I had, um, grandparents who fled, uh, the Shoah to come here. They were immigrants. They didn't speak English. They didn't write. They had, you know, no, 
you know, real skills that they felt like uh, Americans could capitalize off of. And they raised a ton of children and one of them grew up to be the most important lawyer in the state of like 10 million people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that she's a great person to spearhead this movement right here in Michigan. Dana said, uh, quote, we can we cannot and must not allow this morally bankrupt administration to undermine the very fiber of a country that was built on providing a helping hand to those who came to our shores from other nations and which sacrificed value in which in which sac- sacred values are enshrined on our Statue of Liberty. We are better than this. She's so fucking awesome. She's yeah. pretty awesome. She can never do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Dana, if you're listening, we love you, girl. Shout out to you. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday, right? Uh, yep. Fascists gathered in Portland, Oregon. They uh, from all over shipped the country. in from all over the fucking there's country. A, Outside agitators, am I yep, right? There's uh-huh. a scarcity in Portland because those Antifa terrorists ran them out of town. Yeah. Hell the fuck yeah. Yep. I, uh, I, I personally, I didn't follow this super closely, but I, I did watch a bunch of video clips on Twitter and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch, uh, Antifa protesters like, uh, pepper spray, yeah. like these fucking Nazis. Yeah. It was also very nice seeing that after like a white supremacist ice uh, worker spray uh, uh, pepper sprayed a ton of Jewish uh, activists who were trying to block the entrance of uh you know they're the ones who uh, got hit by the truck weren't they yeah, yeah he he it was a vehicular assault um, he did hit people and then the he also pepper sprayed the people who were basically like you can't do this including cops mm-hmm. remarkably re- didn't get arrested after sp- after pepper spraying cops so it's i think it was great seeing that in portland after that event mm-hmm. what's really disgusting is like like during like uh like probably the peak of black lives matter in like 2015 and 20 and 2016 during the election like um there were i and i saw these people like posting these memes like personal people that i know posting memes of like pe- like running over protesters with their jods charger and i'm just like yeah. and and i personally people i know fucking people i went to high school with were like fuck yeah you're fucking blocking the road fucking breaking that's the law. on par with blah, blah, shooting blah, 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 blah. your teenagers yeah. in the street yeah no like just some crazy fascist bullshit right yeah, i unfriended all those motherfuckers long time yeah, ago no like, yeah like when i was 18 <laughs> i didn't give them the chance to like follow me into adulthood those type that type of reasoning does not it does, they don't get access to me anymore. complete insanity and then you had uh heather hire yep. uh god rest mm-hmm. her soul mm-hmm. and uh that you know that that fucking that fucking shit just makes me so mad this now happening again it just it really drives me nuts they're they're all fucking dude on their chat rooms and their discords they're like they're like laughing about it and they yeah, think it's they think funny because they, they were frightened it's gonna keep escalating. Do you guys remember like the um back in twenty like twenty sixteen, some of the commentations that were had um like outside of like Trump rallies and such? I think uh like the, there was the one in Chicago, um, where he was speaking and like there was like massive demonstrations against it mm-hmm. and like things got crazy heated. And uh, I think we're gonna see more and more of that as the election grows near. Oh, because I think he's. I mean, <clears throat> I have no. I think there's gonna be like a, a sense that he's gonna tell these supporters, like you know, he's gonna try to delegitimize the election. He's gonna 
you know, like say like you know fake news. He's already started saying yeah. that like there the that there's like economists trying to rig the economy against him. Which is like just like the most fucking ass. Like just because you don't understand, yeah. Uh, A singular economist is rigging the whole fucking economy against Trump. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I think that it's important to see these things in like uh, Portland happening because so many of these people who like came out into the streets in Portland um, to protest were like young, not kids, but like teenagers. And so it's like really great to like see them like kind of like uh, going out and in those interviews, you know, people. That's like a really big thing that I saw. I was like, oh, these cowards are covering their faces. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, when you're a teenager and you want to make, you know, you want to make an impact and you want a message to go out, but under like a fascist state, you are going to cover your face. You don't know what the blowback is going to be if you go home and you get doxxed on the internet and you're still living with your parents. You don't know what the blow is going to be if you are looking for a job and maybe your boss has you know, uh, a wrong understanding of or bad feelings of Antifa. You just don't get those jobs. You're just, you know, think that it's absolutely safe for those kids to go out there and do that. They're fucking smart and they're absolutely on the right side of history. Shout so, out Gen Z. Shout out Gen Z. I feel like I say this every time I'm with you. I, I, love, the, I love the Zoomers, dude. So, um, there was this tweet by, uh, Zelly. Or uh, Zelly uh, Manny, uh, stop demonizing riots. Without riots, you'd still be working ten to twelve hours, six days a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was like a you know a little analysis on Reddit here that are, I think this is Tumblr actually that I'm going to read. Uh, saw this on Twitter. Um, the main contradiction of liberal democracy is that lo- it's it has largely been shaped through the history of various forms of illegal civil disobedience against entrenched power structures. Such civil disobedience is retro- retrospectively seen as justified, and the people committing it are retrospectively seen as heroes. Yep. But each successive mm-hmm. generation is asked to believe that any further disobedience would be unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was like an episode or two ago, Zach had mentioned like you know people like uh mlk you know uh, retrospectively we view them as heroes um right exactly and they're just like yeah but in their time yeah mlk in their fucking time they're malcolm x like i'm like i think there was a i saw i saw like a a poll that someone had found uh, from the 1960s, like a poll on like the approval of like whether or not they approve of uh, what MLK was doing. And it was like 30% of the country. I feel oh, like and it's always the same argument. It's always, yeah. I agree with the message. I don't like the tactics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's just like, um, it's a de-radicalization of history. It's like this idea that like history uh, was, you know, won by kumbaya chance. Yeah. Everyone shit. holding just, hands and being nice. And right. like the fucking Republicans are the worst. Like, how can you like, Oh, the, the same people that like decry the destruction of property fucking literally had a movement built on the tea party, which was, I don't know, the destruction of fucking property. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Quite so literally. Like, oh, I can't stand it. It's, it, it's, it's, I mean, Republicans are like the worst things. <laughs> like there's so many things, but like, I, they don't, you know, like pointing it out is, it's futile it's it's that cognitive dissonance that you had talked about earlier it's like they said it but they're not gonna ever admit that they did (laughs) you know yeah i mean well i mean the the strategy of pointing out hypocrisy in like republicans and conservatives is just it's a failed strategy like Mm -hmm. it's a waste of emotional labor yeah it doesn't fucking work because they don't they have no goddamn shame they don't care yeah they do Do, what they fucking want to do you guys remember uh andy no 
Yeah, the, uh, getting attacked. Yeah, mm-hmm. but milkshaked and you know roughed up a little bit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, he was uh at the uh, rallies and oh, in uh, Portland. Yeah, and he basically got uh totally owned for like sharing like uh edited video that like you know was way too short to show like what actually happened. Like he claimed that like Antifa like threw hammers at like the Patriot prayer people. But it turns out that like the person hurt by the hammer had brought the hammer in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that uh it's like that meme with the kid and he's got like the boot and like the one frame, it's like, Oh, why why is why is Who's putting that boot on the kid's head? And then, like, the next frame, it shows, like, his hand in the boot, and he's doing himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It's that. It's, 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 it's yeah. the same thing, 100%. They like to make the... They, they talk about a victim complex, but then constantly try to make themselves out to be victims. The victims, yeah. It's horrible. Um, but, you know, with Antifa, they actually are the victims, usually of, like, pepper spray, mm-hmm. maybe a right hook. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of <laughs> what I saw, hook. a lot of what I saw on Twitter was, like, people complaining about how, like, the police were basically there to protect the fascists. Uh, and, w- after an unlawful assembly. You no, know, and apparently, like, the, the police let these, like, fascist protesters, these outside agitators you know, people who aren't from Portland to use a bridge that the people of Portland have been clo- like close from using for like a while, I guess. I guess that's my No, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it's un- it's really unbelievable like how they get like treated. It's it's pretty disgusting. And then people and like wonder all, why we hate the cops. And it's, no, and it's all the guys mm-hmm. of like, oh, well, you know, uh, you like uh, don't believe in free speech but these people do not believe in free speech that's why they're suggesting that cops are somehow fascist white supremacists (laughs) i i mean yeah are you you (laughs) suggesting that that the police are the oppressive arm of the state (laughs) whoa 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 there whoa there which is inherently white supremacist (laughs) hold on guys they are they are first responders they are heroes they're heroes (laughs) (laughs) Protecting fascists and <laughs> shooting dogs, uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro. There was a fucking police outside of my fucking house like th- this week, and I thought they were gonna fucking shoot one of the dogs. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Lansing cops are weird. It, I, I mean, I think you you see you see that sort of police presence protecting like the oppressors or protecting the aggressors um, anywhere that you go. It is just by default the police are going to do that. They did it here in Lansing um, when we had Michigan militia come um, into our community, into Lansing, downtown Lansing, with, like, AR-15s and all these, like, weapons and, like, full combat for the sanctuary city, city yeah. um, meetings. And, uh, you know, the cops were just like, uh, they're over there. And they, city council members welcomed them in to um, our, like, safe spaces, you know, as a community. This is where we can go to have discourse. And they just allowed these people who are interloping into our community just to like kind of rouse us up and frighten us Mm -hmm. there were tons of people who needed security and police escorts back to their cars because they were horrified people were getting not docs on the internet by these people but they were being stalked and i had friends who were getting uh their picture was shared in these communities like on Facebook and the cops fucking protected these people. That's, you know, there's so many things that the cops do that continue to show us time after time. We shouldn't trust them. (laughs) 
and that they're bastards and that their like sole purpose is to protect like the most heinous like parts of the apparatus of the state. And, uh, people still are like, Hey, but they dance with kids at parades sometimes. And like, they wear rainbow badges at Detroit pride while they're escorting Nazis. You know, it's ridiculous. And then harassing the shit out of trans women. Yeah. Yeah. Like when they're not, or not invest and not investigating their deaths. Yeah. I believe most of the arrests were like counter protesters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Great job. Uh, Portland police department. You did it again. They yeah, did I, a great job. Surprising nobody. Surprising. You disappointed everybody. Very <laughs> on brand for the Portland de- Police Department. Like, great job, guys. Boys in blue. Thin blue line. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know if legislation has already been introduced or if it was just being talked about by Ted Cruz uh, to designate Antifa as a terrorist, terrorist organization. organization. And now Trump's tweeting about it, too. Yep, Trump I, is, this, yep, I did see that. These fucking people. I don't. I really don't. It's not understand. an organization. It's not an organization, number one. Number two is if you want to fucking like make Antifa illegal, like... It's already technically fucking illegal. That's like the whole fucking point. It's called civil disobedience for a goddamn fucking reason. Like, so, like, uh, uh, how many times do we see like a far left graffiti or all of these things that like have people who show up to a protest in Lansing with their faces covered and they're like obviously like black blocking, you know, it out when they come to protest. We're like, who the fuck are these people? Because we thought we were the only fucking Antifa activists in the area. None of us fucking know who the other people are. There's no organization. There is no like hidden underground bunker where we're like going down there and George Soros is sitting at the head of a table and he's like, good. Now that you're all here. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. Like we, it's just, it is that like every th- good people know that you have to fight it when it comes in all forms. Mm-hmm. Antifa believes that you have to take a more militaristic approach. And that is the individual responsibility of like all individuals, you know, they, it's of the self. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is just like groups of people scattered around the city. Some of them know each other. And most of us don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty t- sure like the Nazis made Antifa also illegal. If I'm not mistaken. Like, well, they killed the communists. They killed the communists in France. They killed the communists in Germany. Mm-hmm. They were the anti-fascists. Well, the mm-hmm. theory is right. That like, if, uh, anti-fascists were out there in the streets in more aggressive fashions in the 20s and early 30s like fascism wouldn't have arose the way it did but um i mean i hope so I ho- get out I, in the streets folks i i hope i hope that's the case i hope that you know like i feel like antifa is kind of doing like a good job with that actually just because like it is kind of like scaring off these people and it's I yeah, there was that one unite the right rally in washington dc or there that like the one year anniversary yeah. was that yeah. it yeah like and that was yeah i think the two or was it the one year or two i think they waited two years to do it again yeah yeah i think they the waited two years death and, the death right, yeah, yeah that oh, there was a little bit of murder but right yeah yeah it they, was time to mourn so yeah they tried to fucking do it again and it was like a fucking piss party because they knew what they would be going up against mm-hmm. like dude you had cornell west fucking thanking antifa for like protecting protecting him him, protecting him and like fellow like clergy people who were like singing gospel songs yeah yeah like jesus fucking christ yeah like i can't believe the name of a gospel song yeah (laughs) i it should be like like, it's the after hours (laughs) no like the the quiet storm (laughs) for real though you have actual people like trying to put 
like Antifa and the fascists on the same pedestal. And that's just completely insane. Including the mayor of Portland, which is what I was really upset about. He condemned violence on both sides when one is an act of aggression, one is an act of self-defense and community defense. And I hated that he tried to draw that parallel between them. I think there's a teacher in uh, Berkeley from Berkeley, California, um, who's like uh, uh, on trial for like uh, assault for like punching a fascist, and um, yeah, she's basically saying it's self defense always, always to, to be like it's the real, it's that the real gay. What is it? The gay scare defense that they are the trans trans fright. What, what oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about like where like uh, trans panic or whatever that uh, you just oh I just freaked out oh my god this person doesn't have the genitals that I thought they were going to have and I killed them in a ridge and like uh, I feel like that's like the, the defense that they're trying to take is that like all people are going to see trans people and want to kill them but like that really only works in this scenario like you the only time that that would actually work where you're like oh I saw this Nazi and I just knew they were going to try to kill me that's the only time that it would work I needed to kill them because it was self defense well, yeah, we're not talking about like killing anybody, but like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's satire. Reasons, that's satire. I'm talking away from the microphone. Anyways, I've got uh, you know I've got this uh, soundboard app, and I think um, I'm gonna get a recording of someone saying uh, for legal reasons <laughs> that's a joke. And every satire. time, every time you you say that, I'm just going to push Boop. the button. I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, uh, now might be a good time to move Cut on all to of that water. out. <laughs> <laughs> Further proof we don't have that Soros connect. <laughs> yeah, fuck. George Soros, please, if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> become uh, a patron. <laughs> when we're not meeting with our CIA handlers to discredit the left, uh, we're begging for Patreon money. <laughs> I always wonder when we go off on these jokes if, like, the NSA people who are, like, tapped into our phones, if they're kind of like, <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> I wonder if, like, our NSA, like, those spies that are watching us, and they're like, those kids are locally It's like hilarious. some dude sitting at a desk with headphones on, like, oh, you know, I kind of like this Eating show. Eating Funyuns. <laughs> I feel so bad that we're definitely going to kill these people in two years. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, now would probably be a good time to move on to our uh, third topic, which... Oh, uh, light topic, light topic. I don't light think topic. I'm ready. Uh, definitely not going to include any fucking rants from Alex at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, representatives Elon Omar and Rashida Tlaib, we, we were, um, they were, they were supposed to go on a trip to uh, Palestine. And uh, Israel was like, nah, we're, no, you're not going to do that. <laughs> that's that's not going to happen. That's not going to fucking happen. Cool democracy you got there going on. Yeah, right, the, right, at, the right, only, right after. The only democracy in the Middle East. Yeah, and right after he says that, that they're like a shining example of like democracy in the Middle East, he just further goes on literally the next thing that Netanyahu says is Israeli law prohibits the entry into Israel of those who call for and work to impose boycotts on Israel. Which isn't really how democracy and free speech, um, especially if you're considering yourself like the beacon of light in the Middle East on that sort of thing. That's not really how that works. Demanding Palestinian human rights is anti-Semitic. 
And but but to to like all right, obviously like that's a joke, but to their credit <laughs> to their credit it makes sense to them because they have successfully tied support to Israel and anti Semitism in their minds. Mm-hmm. So like when you and here's the thing. It like uh the peace process at this point, two state solution, I'm sorry guys, uh that ship has sailed. It's not currently possible. And it's also the opinion of uh Rashida Tlaib as well. Well, well it, it, not only that, I think I think there are like twelve Knesset members who say that like uh uh advocating for a two state solution is worse than BDS. Like swear to God. Like that's like what we're dealing with here, right? So like um that that ship has sailed like you have the settlements just like uh completely i atomizing the west bank like they're just like boost buntistans like every like just completely separate from every each other there's like less and less community between palestinians and now uh and now what you got going on is uh you have which is pretty incredible the president of the united states actually asking a foreign leader not to allow members of his own government into a different country. And this is kind of weird too. Usually uh, Israel just asks for what they want and, you know, the United States gives it to them and they get to do whatever the hell they want. And there's no preconditions to our support for Israel. But now, right. uh, You actually do have Trump asking Israel to do something and they, they, he pulled, they pulled the trigger and they did it. And I think it, it it comes as no surprise. They don't believe in free speech. They're not a democracy. Um, and it would mean the destruction of Israel if you were to give, uh, it, at, at least as we know it, right? It wouldn't be a right. Jewish state. It would be a binational state, like nearly 50-50, right, of Jews and Arabs. But uh, at Palestinians, Jesus Christ. See, like, I, I'm even unlearning the fucking... Uh, uh, like all that shit still. And it's, it's, it's completely like irreparable. Like we, we just can't, we can't move on until everybody just treats each other with as human beings. Yeah. And that's the only way it's going to happen. I think, um, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I think the best take that I saw out of all of this was, uh, Bernie Sanders. Oh, of course. I who, think... uh, who said, who basically said, uh, you know, if you're going to decline our, uh, Congress people admission, then, uh, maybe you should decline the billions of dollars we're giving you every fucking year. Yeah. That was fucking big dick as fuck. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. I cannot believe he fucking did that. That's un, that's unthinkable for a presidential candidate. He's got come a little out bit say, of, uh, um... unthinkable. I think because the fact that he's uh, Jewish gives him oh he gets a certain like it's a shield uh, certain yeah, amount of cover like, yeah cover like in because you know you don't get those like false smears of anti-Semitism like they don't they fall flat he you know? he put out this uh, really except great to video. Ben Shapiro because to Ben Shapiro but <laughs> not real yeah news. yeah no but I mean it, it, it but yeah no I understand what you yeah. it's a kind of blanket support well, where he thing, can the media speak about do, his own community yeah the media won't do that with Ben Shapiro either because yeah. of that reason yep like um but. So I mean, like it's it's a it's more of a shield, I think, from like a media reactionary element that you know wants to lean towards any kind of criticism of the Israeli government is a criticism of Israel and and the uh, Jewish, Jewish people. people. Well, and and you see that because Trump Trump did say like quote they hate Israel and all Jewish people. That was an actual quote. Uh, well, a tweet 
that he had said, you know, and it's just that further false equivocation. That's right, right, right. Equivocation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The false equivocation um, that uh, anti-occupation means anti-Semitic. And it's mm-hmm. just not true. Yeah, it means a very right-wing government. Like. Yeah, and like, I mean, it, and it's so blatant. Like, it's not like, you know, this anti-occupation without considering the ramifications of what this might mean or this might mean. He's just like, they hate all Jews. Mm-hmm. They hate Jews. They hate the secular Jews. They hate Israeli Jews, American Jews. And it's just fucking not I true. Mean, and, yeah. and yeah, I mean, think about crazy. That'd be like, any criticism of Trump means you're anti-American. Like that's just asinine. Like, like right. no, none of these liberal pundits that are using that same like thought process with Israel will never use it for like really any other country. Yeah, and yeah. The the media is not helping with this at, at all. Fucking all. Oh, the media has been at, awful. I was so like it was like a couple weeks ago. I was having dinner with my parents, and my parents they're they're avid Fox News watchers. I've tried Holy to tell them. Is, yeah, sorry. ever since I've met you, I've tried so many times to explain it's to them. It's always on. If it's not the them. Golden it's, Girls. Exactly. It's Fox News. Yeah, and like we're at dinner, and like I don't remember how it came up, but like uh, I think I was talking about like Elon Omar and Rashida Tlaib, and oh, those my, Muslims my mother, really hate the Jews. Huh? My mother, my mother said something like, you know, like I heard that you know like they don't like Jewish people, and I'm <laughs> and I'm just like. Aah! <laughs> I yeah. Uh, so Mendy Hassan actually had a great tweet. Uh, they hate all Jewish people. Says the area man who praised neo Nazis, hosted Victor Orban, smeared George Soros, retweeted white nationalists, and kept a book of Hitler speeches at his bedside table. Like in that, he was referring to uh, our commander in chief Donald J. Trump. And once again, Republicans know no hypocrisy Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, like it I I hate the hypocrisy argument to be like, but it it's kind of hard to it's it's a reflex at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, if, it's <laughs> Yeah, if you consider like Bernie Sanders statements that were, you know, like obviously like against what Trump did, uh being like really big dick energy, maybe like the the biggest of dick energies that you can get on the spectrum big in the energy. in the littlest dick of uh, energies that you can get. On the other end of the spectrum, Nancy Pelosi, oh, um, saying a sign of weakness that uh, yeah. that it was a sign of weakness on behalf beneath the dignity of the great state of Israel, which is I can't, I, it cannot be like overstated how how cowardly <laughs> and craven it is. Where she's like, look, she all where it's she almost also considers. Jewish Americans to somehow also have dual citizenship to Israel. <laughs> so she's like, how can I bring this up without offending those Israeli Jews who are kind of just staying here, but they won't be here for forever because they don't actually belong here. Oh, I'll criticize them while also groveling at about Netanyahu's how they're democracy speed. and they're, li- they're liberal. They love gay people. The literal, the dignity, no. the dignity and, and of the great state of Israel. So is like shooting rubber fucking this. bullets you, yeah, and you, like ammo at kids who threw fucking rocks you had israel you had elizabeth warren saying uh israel doesn't advance its case as a tolerant democracy or an unwavering u.s ally by bar- barring elected members of congress from visiting and i was like that's why that's, i'm a bernie stan and not a warren stan yeah or, like israel's an apartheid oh, society like well i mean call it multiple out. reasons but foreign <laughs> policy is definitely probably one of the major distinguishing factors between the two but i think that she's i think that it was important that she did kind of come out and she did come out like you know in defense 
of Omar and of Talib because you consider like what Kamala Harris's response would be, which she wants to like triple the amount of money oh that we're God. sending to Israel. She's always going to have the unpopular um, opinion on Israel. So for her to keep her mouth shut was fucking Wait, smart. She didn't say anything. Not that I'm aware of. I, I, Not that, would that be, I'm aware of. That's incredible. Because even, even APAC. APAC did, but APAC also did it in a weird they, yeah, they're just they're just covering way. for themselves, right? Where they were like, they're just they, trying to well, it's they, PR. It, it was that kind of they thing. They probably where agree. They, well, they were like, no, like we are a democracy, and we shouldn't bar people from coming to the country but to BDS see how is great real. Israel is. And but maybe BDS bring will destroy here. Israel. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I think that it's one of those things where they really think that they can do like a scared straight, except like <laughs> scared kosher. I don't know, like where they're gonna go there and they're gonna be like, <laughs> Tel Aviv did create falafel. Like this is the birthplace of hummus. You know. Like, I don't know what they're expecting, but that is kind of what they're doing. It's that kind of Pelosi groveling while being like, look, it, I think that you were wrong, but you're still the ultimate power and you have like total control in this conversation. You know, little known fact, uh, a lot of people mistake that uh, Rashida Tlaib is the uh, first Palestinian congressperson. Actually, it is fellow uh, Michigan congressional delegate Justin Amash. But he's not Muslim, is he? He's he's not Muslim. He, he's not Muslim. He's Christian. Yeah. But I thought that he's he's a Christian uh, Palestinian. I think on his dad's side, maybe not his mom's. Mm. Um. But yeah, uh, he tweeted about this, talking about how like, oh, Israel should let them in, and um, you know, it was absent from that. Like anything about Palestinians, anything about Palestinian human rights, anything about the occupation, anything about the apartheid, n- nothing. And I just like. I really just can't believe that he, like, even after this and after he's, like, not even a Republican anymore, now he's an independent, you'd think that he would be, like, more liberated to maybe try and go after Israel. But I guess, like, uh, you know, he he just doesn't seem to want to take that political fight. He just wants to, like... I def- think that, yeah. He just wants to make sure that the uh, kids uh, in Flint don't get clean water for some goddamn reason. Yeah, God I think that it. he's... Tr- He's trying to play it smart, and playing it smart is kind of the craven way to go in this discussion. Because if you're not actively condemning, you know what I mean, human rights violations, then you are consenting to them. You're allowing them to happen by not taking action, by not asking your representatives to take action, by not electing officials who will take action on your behalf. So it is craven of him, but I think that he knows his uh, he knows his constituents, and he knows the people that have voted him in and they were libertarians and you know this is really backfiring big time you know you have uh rashida talib and uh the squad actually they're pretty good political operators i would say i think they're really uh they're not a control narrative they're control and and you want and but they have specific roles if you look closely like you have ilan omar who's like the foreign policy person Mm -hmm. she is the one who's going to actually get into the nitty-gritty of the occupation in palestine see that like epic thread you have rashida talib keeping that stuff personal talking about like you know doing the hashtag my palestinian city like Mm -hmm. you know like that was awesome that was incredible to see um like and you you know you you see like uh and and rashida talib from day one she's been the impeachment person She's been the impeachment uh, member of the squad. And then AOC is kind of like the ringleader that all of the... Like the uh, Green New Deal kind of right, policy. Right, right, yeah. Green like, New Deal, like the whole like kind of uh, the leader. She's kind of like the leader, right? And you have like, she's kind of got the biggest social media following. And you and she, I mean, Ellen Omar raises more than her. Uh, 
crazy enough. But anyways, um, you do have they're operating in a very specific man and kind of Ayanna Presley is kind of like the bridge between the centrists, I think. And I I do I do agree with that. Well, I mean, and and in partiality, I think it's because like, um, and probably because like the you know they've they've been the ones to lose the most. No, but is it was that black Americans are kind of like a little more conservative than like other constituencies. We so, like, yeah, she's we talk about that that kind of religious the, the religious. Um, undertones in mm-hmm. in polit in political speech when you talk to uh black voters, and it was ge- like like I, like to what I was saying before, it was genius what uh, Rashida Tlaib did when she uh, requested uh, to like you know see her grandmother, right? Like, oh, you're gonna bar me entry, but let me go see my grandmother because you want to know what? Like that just goes that just forces Israel to either go like, no, you can't even see your grandmother, or well, she turned that down. But yeah, did. well, yeah. They, but they, but l- let me let me finish. Or they or they're gonna be forced to say you're a Palestinian. We get to force you to do whatever the fuck we want. You don't get to do. You don't get to act as a member of Congress. You don't have to. You don't get to do your job. That should be a slap in the face to the american people and it's backfired big time you not because tying israel to trump is insane it's an insane strategy Mm -hmm. he's not popular in this country he is just somehow israel is becoming more and more toxic the trumpites well i mean the young people in israel are uh more conservative relative to the rest of the population whereas young people in the (laughs) united states are a lot more uh, to the left mm-hmm. than the relative. Po- <laughs> right, the zo- dude. The Zoomers are like based fucking communists. Believe shit, you not. Anyways, um, no, but yeah, like you had BDS trending like for hours when this happened, mm-hmm. right? And this and like this had never kind of happened before. Like they're getting so much more press. Like and now more and more people are talking about. Wait a second, boycotts are an entrenched right in our first er, in our uh, first amendment. Like this yeah, is we understand American politics. Yeah. It's the yep. first amendment. That's like foundational to like yeah, a fucking a, bill of rights. I think that goes into like controlling the narrative again. Like you know, like that's them controlling the narrative and allowing for this to hit the forefront like it never has before. For making, I'm, I'm sure you'll see many more comparisons between the BDS movement and the boycott movement of uh, South Africa. Yes, apartheid. yes, yes, like I, I'm, yes. That'll definitely happen. And you know, I, I wonder, I, and I bet it's true, just because like she's probably a fucking badass. But like uh, Rashida Tlaib's grandmother, she's probably like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you better not, you better not, yeah. you better stand up for these people. Yeah, and like and people so, are people are like so upset. They're like, she's not gonna go see her grandmother because of politics. It's like this is you're talking, you're telling her to sacrifice her dignity mm-hmm. to to go and do this. And yeah, like she's not I already ring. and yeah, and her grandmother wouldn't want her to do that either. Oh hell no. Yeah, her grandmother was very proud of her. Yeah. Obviously, um, and it's one of those sad a- things that like you know she, th- that's something that she is gonna have to grieve. But I think that this was this was important for all the other. Um, um, the people in the Palestinian when diaspora. I was visiting, when I was visiting my family in Palestine, Israel kidnapped my mother just be, after giving her a visa, like to uh, enter through Ben Gurion Airport. They kidnapped her because they were like, "Oh, wait a second, you're Palestinian. You're not supposed to be here." They deported her to Jordan, and uh, she had to come back through uh, the Jordanian uh, 
uh, uh, border. And they told her, yeah, we're doing you a favor, not just sending you back to the United States. Like, that's how they feel. Like, and they, so they, like, and I was probably like, what, 13, 14 at the time. Like, you know, I was, I was like, not a child per yeah. se, but still pretty young. Like, I think about it now and I'm like, holy shit, that's nuts. That's crazy. Right. But at the time I was like, kind of like, you know, tough guy about it. But, um, anyways, like, um, yeah, like this is this just goes to show that uh you know Israel doesn't really have a path forward without just like being a blatant apartheid state and for just, forever. That yeah. is the the ex, the exit strategy is there is no exit strategy. Pro- currently. The, the funniest shit probably to come out of this is like the New York Times editorial bo- board like pissing their fucking pants going like oh no Israel won't be a bipartisan issue anymore in the United <laughs> States and that would be the worst thing possible for Israel we can't yeah. do that <laughs> and I was just like I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it yeah, like, I'm, I'm yeah. here for it. Honestly, yeah. like, it's I, I, kind of like it, long overdue to be honest. Dude, Steny Hoyer, it was, it was a stu- Jerry Nadler, money there. You, you had all these like you know centrist Democrats like uh, who are staunchly pro Israel saying this is wrong. Yeah, like yep. it's like, actually it's like, pretty it's like crazy. We said like APAC like kind of made a statement that was against Israel, and then it was like 50 degrees in Lansing, and that's how we knew that health was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even with it being timid, it's just it's di- just the fact that like there's any any criticism, even even as timid as it was from APAC, is just yep. like whoa. Yeah. Which just gives you like a highlight to how like uh, asymmetric the discussion on the topic really is. I think it's I think it's also really important because it also gives us insight on the relationship of American Jews mm-hmm. in Israel, and you know I think that that's really important because there's a big divide there, a huge divide. It's there. It's completely alien. It mm-hmm. is very alien when you when you consider the relationship. Well, uh, right now we're moving on to the final part of our uh, of our show uh a new segment that we are piloting this week uh we're calling it uh worst takes of the week our goal is to pay for everyone's healthcare in a way that doesn't eat up a greater and greater share of our gross domestic product that is the ultimate goal the presidency is effectively a russian op poor kids are just as bright and just as talented white kids so for this uh for this segment i've asked uh alex alley and zach to um uh present to us the worst takes of this week of this last week that they could find we're gonna start with alex what do you got what do you got alex uh, so there's this uh, little clip of one of our faves near a tandem uh, on MSNBC, one of our favorite cable network channels. I, I really like left wing, left wing media. Yeah, but la- left wing, <laughs> super like socialist media. Mm-hmm. MSNBC, yeah. true comrade, comrade general. Comrade Deutsch. <laughs> Comrade Joe Scarborough. Like, uh, all the time doing the good work. Anyways. Is, uh, is Peter Dow a comrade now? Oh, Peter Dow he's is 100%. He's official comrade. No, he's, a fi- he's official <laughs> he's now. He's real. He's to- oh, no, 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 no. He's chairman status. He's I, 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 chairman Dow. Chairman Dow, bro. He's repented for his sins. He's made good. But... Speaking of somebody who like the chair needs to send to the gulag, near a tandem, um, she, the new Peter Dow. The, yeah, yeah. Peter, let's, uh, Chairman Peter Dow sends a near a tandem to the gulag. Oh let's, my God. Let, let's go to a clip. We have pointed out over and over again that Amazon made ten billion dollars in profit last year. You know how much they paid in taxes? 
They were got it. Zero. Any wonder why the Washington Post is not one of my great supporters. I wonder why. New York Times, not much better. Yeah, I, I, and today he uh, did seem to actually walk back this attack line. He did say they were independent um, and they don't. I mean, he still had criticism from the post, but he did take away the he, he, he walked back the criticism that the that his coverage. He said was that's not the case the that Jeff Bezos gets on the phone to The Washington Post. He talked about the corporate media and said that there is a framework of what we can discuss and what we cannot discuss. And that is a serious problem. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he did get a lot of criticism for this because both he and Trump are attacking Jeff Bezos' ownership. It's absolutely the case. It's absolutely legitimate to attack Amazon and uh, say how outrageous it is. It's not paying uh, taxes, but it's a separate thing altogether to say his press is derived from that. And, and so I'm glad he walked it back. I think it actually created a lot of uh, anxiety amongst Democrats uh, who do see a free press as really critical in this moment when Trump is attacking the press. So I, I saw him walking it back and I thought that was important. <laughs> are, you, are you fucking for real? Like Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, but he he has nothing. He has nothing to do with what they print, with how they operate, how they write their fucking stories. Nothing at all. From the same fucking people that will like rail and with with every bit of like they deserve to be railed against like they'll rail against roger ailes for all of his like um you know direction of fox news yeah. but then like see no correlation between jeff bezos and washington post mind you the newspaper that ran 16 negative articles against bernie in 16 <laughs> hours yeah like you're they're fucking getting overtime for this shit like are you kidding me yeah it's it's pretty incredible how um you know on the one hand, uh, whenever, uh, Joe Biden makes like, uh, like incredibly like, uh, racist or stupid just mistake right Truths are more important than facts right. well he's right about that let's be anyways <laughs> anyways um i mean aoc made a similar uh take on uh, anderson cooper if you remember that 2020 interview uh or 60 minutes jesus christ 60 minutes interview <laughs> anyways uh what was i saying lost my train of thought a little oh relevant point Guess who takes $10,000 every year from Amazon to run their stupid Center for American Progress near fucking Tandon? I hate them so much. I really do. No, but but they'll say about Biden, right? Like to what I was saying before. They'll say like, oh, well, the voters know what he means, right? And the voters know what Bernie means when he says... He doesn't mean that he's he's not really racist. He's just like... No, but Bernie, no one, no one, uh, no one thinks that Bernie actually alleges that Jeff Bezos is like, oh, you need to smear Bernie Sanders. Nobody believes that. They're just like, they obviously see the correlation where like, obviously the, uh, the newspaper that Jeff Bezos owns isn't going to be, uh, isn't going to be, you know, sup- like hiring a lot of people very supportive of like the most militant labor candidate in the United well, States yeah. right you now. You know, honestly, yeah. if we're being real, like 
I think Bernie's being, he shouldn't back down because we've all heard, I don't know if you guys have heard the story. You guys know the story of uh, Ed Schultz and when he wanted to cover Bernie's uh, announcement of his presidential campaign back in 2016? You guys heard the story? I, I might have heard it before, but I don't. I okay, don't so basically, um, he, he wanted, he's like, you know, like Bernie, he, he called up his, his uh, producer and he's like, you know, Bernie Sanders is going to be announcing at Lake Champlain that he's announcing his campaign. You know, I, we should get out there. You know, there's only a couple of candidates that have announced so far. We need to, we need to be there to, to cover the campaign. And uh, his producer basically said, "No, no, you're not. You're not going to do that. You're not covering. You're not covering." Bernie yeah, and to compare him to Trump on this is just like the most ridiculous fucking bullshit I could ever come well, up. Yeah, because the, the, the he's making a structural critique of the media, which is which was like something that was really a hot topic in the '90s during the Clinton administration, or even just well accepted that the media, you know, controlled certain narratives and right. that they were in cahoots with the government when they did that. Media consolidation was like a hot topic issue amongst Democrats, a contentious issue amongst mm-hmm. Democrats yes. in the '90s during the Clinton era, and like now. It's just like consensus that it's like cool that the richest person in the world owns like a major media uh, newspaper. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's unbelievable that that's okay, and that we just take that like for just like face value, and we just don't like question anything. Yeah, right. well, I mean, well, I mean the, the you like Bernie saying, you know, the the me, the mainstream and mass media in this country is owned by the rich and the elite, and of course they are only going to report on stories and do so in like filtered through their own fucking. Interests. Noam Chomsky, manufacturing consent. And then Trump is saying they're fake news, they're the enemy of the people, and like all the fucking liberal pundits, are like Neera Tandon is saying these are the same thing. Yeah, same yeah. people that think that fucking Nazis and Antifa are the same thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like they have just no. There's no correlation, but they're reaching. They're mm. reaching oh, for yeah. it. Yeah. And that's just obfuscation for like the center is morally bankrupt for the extremist right wing in this country. Yeah. Like realistically, like you have like there's a piling body count now for yeah, extremist right wing terrorism yes. in this country, stoked by this president. To compare Bernie Sanders to uh, Donald Trump is obfuscation for these right wing terrorists. Well, and you know I'm I'm. Forgive me if I don't fucking think that the media that pushed the stupid ass Iraq war, which is brought to you by fake evidence from the dumbest <laughs> goddamn president, second dumbest president we've ever had. <laughs> like they pushed, they pushed everything from fucking the Iraq war to Trump's little presidency. So like, yeah, the bank, the, the media is just like morally bankrupt. They are devoid of evidence. Like they obviously have hold an on to, to your straws, folks, because Nira's going grasping. Yeah, Dude, like, <laughs> seriously. Crystal Ball was literally pushed out of the fucking network she's fucking speaking on, MSNBC, uh, because she's, like, begged Hillary Clinton to drop out of the 2016 primary because she didn't think she'd win the general. And she fucking called her shot, bro, and she fucking was right, man. Yeah, right, 100%. Like... She did a really there was good... multiple people that... Like, I mean, you know, like, Ed Schultz, like, he was pushed out. You had um, people like... Uh, Oh God! What was his name? Uh, back in he he was a big critic of the uh, Iraq War. Um, mm. I, I'm drawing a blank right now, but he you know he was pushed out of the media for criticizing uh, that and like 100%. the the coverage. Uh, MSNBC was told that they couldn't do coverage. He was talking on about trade too. Yeah. Yep. Like and so it's like. There's Crystal Ball was saying something like that too. Like they just didn't believe that you know, like uh, people would l- want to know about it, and that like she was like that is like completely classist. Like of course, like a bunch of Manhattan uh, uh, 
uh, media or uh, socialites like aren't going to fucking well, yeah, uh, I, think about TPP and like what it's going to do to like the Midwest. I had like, a one-on-one conversation with um, uh, the state director for Hillary Clinton's campaign um, back in 2016, and and he literally told me, um, he's like, yeah. People don't care about trade. That's not what they're going to vote on. Like, look at Trump. He's like a viral racist. You think trade's really going to be the thing that they're voting upon? And I'm like yeah. sitting here, like in fucking Michigan, like <laughs> looking around at all these fucking empty ass factories with all these people that are unemployed yeah. and there's poisoned water in the city. And like, I'm like, hmm, like because we don't have a tax base, we couldn't pay for like water infrastructure. And now that's led to like the poisoning of massive amounts of people and like massive amounts of unemployment and schools that are just like completely garbage. And like, you don't think that trade's going to be an issue. Like, are you serious? Bad take, bad take of the week. You might win. Well, I mean, that's just, (laughs) Oh, come on. It just goes to show. (laughs) We all know that's not going to (laughs) happen. The, the, I mean, (laughs) The people who are, you know, on the TV who are writing the fucking columns, they just, they have no understanding or any fucking empathy for working people. And they just assume all these people are just dumb as shit. They don't, they don't know what trade is. They don't know how any of this stuff works. They're not going to vote on this because they're just dumb as shit. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that that might be true when you consider like people who voted against their best interest when it came to what would happen with trade and with, uh, in regards to Brexit. Sure. Some people do, but it's absolutely elitist in classes to assume that nobody knows what the implications of things like that would be. Well, uh, let's let's move on to Allie here. What what do you what do you got? What do you got? All right, my bad take. Steve King, (laughs) (laughs) who's definitely not a rapist. Galaxy brain motherfucker (laughs) over here. This motherfucker's Steve King, real racist space cadet. Yeah, he he lasted one day not being a virile anti-Semite and fucking fucked up another way this time. <laughs> yeah, so Steve King, who was uh, stripped by House Republicans uh, after defending the term white supremacist, okay? What's so, wrong with it? <laughs> you know, the blacks would have you think something's wrong with it. <laughs> uh, uh, it was fuck. recently under fire this week, uh, just after The Handmaid's Tale season three wrapped up, which is a show about, you know mass rapings of women to continue the existence of mankind and to grow and stimulate the economy of Gilead. Baller ass season finale. Had a yes. You know when you when you, t- <laughs> when you told me you wanted you wanted to use this as as your as your take, I was like, oh fuck. Allie's gonna rant about handmaid's tale for like twenty minutes. <laughs> Look it. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Steve King's great take uh, of the week was that uh, if not for rape and incest, quote, would there be any population left? Now Yes, there would have been. The thing (laughs) that irritates me about this, okay, is that he said it, and the person, one of the challengers in Iowa, who's going to be going up against him, it's a uh, Native Indigenous American man. His name is uh, J.D. Scholten. I want to say that I'm pronouncing that correctly. I've heard of him, actually. Yep. He he went to to attack him, rightly, as he should have, and uh, told him that you have no significance in Congress. Now, this wasn't a lie. This man only, uh, you only hear about um, this he's guy always when just he saying, like, racist shit, racist like cantaloupes, of, like cantaloupe calves, and, and, and weird like... things about immigration and tying it into abortion. He um, said some weird things about uh, dudes are white supremacists. Yeah, uh, if if we don't, if we have to carry ourselves to have our own babies, that's why we can't have these immigrants coming in. We have to save the population for this. So when J.D. Scholten uh, approached him, he said that he had no significance in Congress, and King's response was, "If that were true." Why is all of America all wound up about my statements then? Uh, Because they're fucking horrible. 
No, 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 no. He was true. What he said was right. How many of you in here were, uh, were great babies? How many of you in here were your parents' brother and sister? We I, wouldn't be here I if it wasn't for... Michigan and Alabama. I, no. I, I, actually don't, I actually don't know. I take have friends from Alabama now. Come on. And their parents are brother and sister. This is true. These are undeniable facts. Um, he, <laughs> <laughs> In so the world he, of Steve King, endorsed by Ben Shapiro, by the way. Yeah. So he uh, he compared the stigma of being a product of rape and incest to the stigma of being a child of a single mother. Oh, my goodness. Uh, when he was approached about uh, whether or not he wanted to retract or explain further, um, he used the guise of, like, fake news to be like, they're taking sound bites and they're not, they're, they're jacking it this up. This is in defense against the, uh, uh, like, abortion for those things, right? Like, correct? Like, wasn't yeah, it, like, this a, is why he... This is an this abortion is, argument? This is well, the pro, like, pro, um, or anti-abortion, basically, why he was like, you know what? I... I voted against um, exceptions for rape and incest. This was his defense. Well, if we if we have if we give everyone abortions because their members of their family uh, raped them and they got pregnant, or they were raped by a stranger, whatever, what have you, if we were to just grant all these people abortions, the the population in Iowa would fucking dwindle. We would have to rely to like interbreeding with cows. So this what was his, they doing in Iowa? Yeah, the population in Iowa. They're is, fucking corn. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they're, the population in Iowa is going to dwindle because of fucking like massive floods due to climate change. Like, and Steve King isn't doing anything about that. He's too worried about like cantaloupe calves. Ca- yeah, he's too he's too worried about like uh, making his like Handmaid's Tale like uh, society. He basically. saw like one episode and he was like, "Dog, like that could work." He, he was like, "This is epic, this. dude." He was like, "You know, red is the color of the." Republican Party. I just feel like you know Margaret Atwood is actually just giving us these great ideas, and they Gilead has a nice ring to it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we'll uh, send all the black people, call them children of ham, put them on reservations out west. It'd be great. So bad advice, Ramsey. Horrible. If it wasn't for white supremacy, we wouldn't have incest, and we wouldn't have babies. uh, That JD Shulton guy, if I'm not mistaken, like he came within um, just a few points of like uh, unseating him in 2018. So like, which is horrific that it was even that that close. close. Yeah, and that he still lost. It's 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 horrific. I think it showcases district in Iowa still. Yeah, and I feel like it actually kind of just showcases uh, the racism that is still in Iowa. Yeah, still. Yeah, I mean. I mean, because, you know, he had plenty of, plenty of statements out before this. Plenty. Uh, and he's got crazy eyes. You know, when he says things, he means them because his eyes, like I the veins pop out in his eyes. Weren't there a few Republicans who told, said he needs to come out like and resign? Yeah. Yeah. There were a few Republicans actually like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Huh? Can't believe that. Honestly. Yeah. You, you said the quiet part aloud. So you got to step aside. Basically, I think what the, the other Republicans. Well, were, that's like why saying. they hate right. Trump too. You'd think, you'd think that they'd like figure out that that's like how the, that's their electoral strategy at this point. Like mm-hmm. they're kind of they're out of step with the rest of them. Yeah. What did Kevin McCarthy say? Kevin McCarthy, um, the Steve King. Yeah, on the Steve King stuff. Did he say anything? I don't know. I don't know either. But that was my bad take of the week. I All think right. it was fantastic. That's, I think I I think that's the front runner at this point. Gonna go go <laughs> out. You pull out Steve King. Well, I'll okay. raise you a Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, as white 
shit. Just as incesty. So uh, Adam Carolla went on Tucker Carlson's show. Yeah, they uh, they they got into a little bit of a tidbit, and um, uh, well, we'll uh, okay. Take let's a listen. let's let's roll the clip. I would say drop them off at a business and let them be. Uh, what they used to call me on the construction site, start off as a glorified goomper, which is low man on the totem pole. Ooh, can we say low man anymore? No. Low. What? Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to use a pejorative here and uh, assign. I don't a know race the answer, but gender. I know the pronoun is they. That's okay. all I know. Low they. Uh-huh. Not on the totem pole because that's cultural appropriation. That's a good point. Low they on the barber pole. No. Low they on the flagpole? No, definitely not on the flagpole, on the utility pole. Low they on the telephone pole. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Yeah, so, I mean, like, totem, totem pole is, like, uh, not disrespectful. Flagpole, you better fucking stop right now. Yeah. How are we supposed, <laughs> this is a joke. How are we supposed to compete with these masters of comedy, such as Adam Carolla? Well, that's a, this that's will a scary thing. This will be our last is, show because of this. Yeah, I got, yeah. yeah. Adam Carolla, you, got, you bested us. You are so funny. That was incredible. I feel I'm, like this is, I mean, my we've sides seen this. hurt. We've seen this with uh, Ben Shapiro. I feel like Ben Shapiro has done that as, as well, where uh, he kind of just like made a joke out of like people's preferred pronouns. And it was like, it wasn't funny then because oh, yeah, it's, no, it's, it was, like, it's the, not was, funny. Like, it's uh, not that big of a I deal. I identify as an Apache helicopter. I was waiting for the Apache helicopter joke that they constantly It's made. the same yeah. fucking, it's like they, the same they, fucking they're still joke. doing the same joke from like 2012. Like, it's pretty fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is. You know, it's it's really amazing how like they're just like you know it's going to affect me too much to have to consider whether or not my words are racist. So I'm just going to dig really just I'm gonna dive in deeper and just I'm just gonna just convince that be convinced that you guys are the wrong side of history because you want me to be like you know respectful. Carlos Meza, he calls himself a queer. What am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to call him queer? When am I supposed to say queer? <laughs> I don't know when I'm supposed to. I I'm an adult male who doesn't understand context at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's basically it. Like they, they, it's like a joke to them that they just like oh, they don't really understand. You know, like they're just like kind of always like reaching and thinking that they're like funny by like they're like the bullies that just like you know never really fucking grew up. You know, yeah, it's literally the bullies from the Little Rascals, except now they have like a media platform. Yeah, like yeah. they just need to chill Sad. the fuck out, dude. Like smoke a joint. Like, I, I, it just out. it always baffles me that like political correctness is a thing that like people like get upset about. Like of all the things that you could get upset <laughs> about, I can't say the n word. <laughs> but then like you, but then you also like get, yeah, right. Then you get mad that like you know the I don't know if you remember like the uh, outcry with um when Lady Gaga released a video for Judas, which was on released like near the Easter holiday. It was like on Black Friday or something like that, where she makes a song about being in love with Judas. Um, who betrayed their savior and Messiah, Jesus Christ. Uh, and in the video, it's her like, uh, with this Jesus Christ and he's like Puerto Rican. He's got like braids and like a golden crown of thorns. That's and, uh, yeah, people were furious about it and they were like, cause nothing's sacred. They were like really upset about it. And they were just like, where's sensitivity for us? Oh, you, you guys, you, you guys want like all these Muslim women to have, be able to go through airports and that we are not allowed to like rip their hijabs off when they go through. But Lady Gaga can do this. And then, like, you do things like, uh, say, uh, my pronouns are she, her, or my pronouns are they, them, or like, I don't really have a preference, whatever you're feeling like. And they literally are like, ah, oh, 
Can I call you a hamster? Like, how is this funny? <laughs> the easiest thing to do is just be like, oh, okay, like, dope, like, okay, bro, thank you. Thank it's you just for incredibly me. disrespectful, too, just because, like, you, like, you just, if you don't understand something, like, that's not a license to just ridicule people. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like uh, anyone that, like, mis, like, purposely misgenders, people should just be like, called Nazi, and, like, when they get, like, upset about it, be like, what do you mean? Yeah, like, oh, it's just you, a word. It's just, it's a, just word. a word. I'm just calling you what you like. You are like. I don't understand. Well, what does like, it? What does it matter? Were, this is what I'm perceiving like, you to be. Yeah, like you look like a Nazi. You talk like a Nazi. So you must be a Nazi, right? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I think, uh, I think that uh, reverse ridicule is, is the is the answer. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we don't owe any respect to people who don't respect. Oh yeah, us. no, no, absolutely not. That's never been. And my that's really about, like the, the the whole thing about like you know it's it's. it's once again, the hypocrisy coming through. It's like the same like crew that like goes around saying, "Get to give respect, give respect." Is like has no, no ability respect to for give anybody. Respect. Yeah. Or zero, like, like zero literally zero, zero like, people. Yeah, like that's that's really what it comes down to. Is like I don't want to uh, like adhere to PC culture is the same as like I don't want to be respectful. Like I don't, I don't. Why should I have to be respectful to others? Like, right. why should I have to go out of my way? Like, like oh, I, I said the like the f word one time at Christmas dinner, and none of my grandkids talked to me. What the fuck did I do wrong? Right. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Like, snowflakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why should I? Why have does everyone to, hate me? Why should I have to go out of my way to give consideration to how other people feel? Like, why should I have to? Excuse me while I go fucking lick Jeff Bezos's boots. Yeah. Like, and this is America. This is America. Well, you know, uh, we're pretty much out of time now. Uh, so let's wrap things up. Um, hang on a second. What do, what do I always say? Give As us always, money. you can subscribe on Patreon That's, and There we go. Subscription, cock. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, <laughs> subscribe to our show. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify. I don't know if we're anywhere else. We might be. I can't remember. I can't keep up. Um, you should uh, you should go rate us on iTunes because that's going to help other people find our show. Yeah. And uh, you should uh, uh, follow us on Facebook at State of the Revolution and uh, Twitter at S O T R Pod. And uh, yeah, you should definitely give us your fucking money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just put an air horn. <laughs> we we want to start making more episodes more often, but this this shit is uh, it's a lot of work. And a lot of the things that like people talk about on the internet, like oh, I wish you guys could go out and like do more of like investigative journalism on that. That like costs money, you know. It, it does cost money. Yeah, yeah, we just got new equipment, right, Ben? We are in the process of getting new equipment. Um, you heard it. You heard it, guys. We're we're doing all this for you. We're struggling, and to our fans in uh, our fans in Delhi, India, we, <laughs> yeah. s- we see you. We love you. Yeah, we're Thank getting you. real big, folks. Global uh, audience, big podcast. One of our like, we're gonna we're gonna get to the top top of the charts. The this greatest. is one of our biggest concentrations of fans is in India. <laughs> That's not a lie. According according to our Facebook stats, yeah, um, <laughs> fucking take it. Yes. Oh, we're getting off the rails here. <laughs> oh, geez, ben. <laughs> Well, signing off. I'm Benjamin Klon. Zachary Reinhardt. Allie Gonzalez. And Alex Sohori. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, uh, uh.